Katrina Titus Lozano, and I use biblical wisdom to help guide families through crisis situations, making your home a place of love and peace. Welcome to the Her Show podcast, Home Experience Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Her Show podcast. I am Trina, and I'm answering your questions today. And I hope that you are going to be courageous and send me a question because I would love to answer that in an upcoming podcast, Trina at thehershow.com. Email me your question, Trina, T-R-I-N-A at thehershow.com. Today's question is, where is the balance between having joy in all circumstances, but also being realistic about how I truly feel? Well, the balance is that you feel your feelings, but you don't become a victim of your own emotions. So that's where the balance is. You feel your feelings, you admit your feelings, you talk about your feelings, but but you face them and you you look at what your identity is. Because if your identity and your feelings are not lining up, then you've got to tell yourself how to feel. I know that seems kind of strange, but uh, it works this way. Like for instance, if I don't feel like exercising, if I exercise anyway because it's who I am, even though it's not how I feel, eventually the feeling will follow. And my feelings of not wanting to will change into the feeling of I'm glad I did. But we we tend to be really pleasure seekers and so that's why, because if we're, if we're always so motivated by our feelings, the only way to feel better is to seek pleasure. And pleasure cannot be sustained beyond the activity producing it. So when you're, when you're wanting to have joy and yet you're being realistic that you're really just depressed and there's nothing joyful in your life right now that this, this uh, coronavirus has really put a damper on your life and you're without a job or the relationships you don't get to see your friends or the situation is just difficult and you just are sinking in the weight of your circumstances what you want to do is you want to seek pleasure to to give you you know this really kind of happiness and I always say happiness depends on happenings happiness is is um, a desire for for my feelings to just change, for my mood to be elated. And so you'll be seeking pleasure. But when you have joy, it, it comes from the Lord. And you can have joy constantly, even in the midst of grief, even in the midst of sickness, even in the midst of hardship and depression. You can have joy and be depressed simultaneously. Yeah, you can. Why? Because you haven't lost hope. Because hope is who you've determined you will be. My identity is I am a person of hope. I have hope. I have hope. This is not the end of the story. So I can have joy because I understand that my hope is in the Lord. And since I understand that my hope is in the Lord, I have joy for the possibilities. I have joy for the future. I have joy in my attitude. So I can have a positive, joyful attitude even in the midst of, of, of feeling sad. 
So, so here's the balance. It's your feelings versus your identity. It's who you feel like you are versus who you are. And then you want to operate out of who you are versus who you're feeling, what your feelings are telling you. Avoid trying to seek pleasure to bring you happiness because, because pleasure is this temporary high. You know, if you're just seeking this, this, this happiness, this feeling of, of happiness, then once you're finished with this really great meal, well, then all of a sudden your happiness is gone. Or when you're finished doing your online shopping, your happiness is gone. And so then you need more and more. When, you're, when, when the drugs that you're using wears off, you need more and more. It, it's not sustainable. But joy is sustainable. Joy is sustainable. And that's why the scripture says, be joyful always. Be joyful always. Pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances. So, so it is giving thanks to the Lord. It is acknowledging who he is that, can, that brings you joy. You, you understand who he is and you understand who you are because in and through him, I live, I move, I have my being. So, so that's why I can have joy even, even when I'm having grief simultaneously because of, because of a deep understanding. The scripture that, that uh, comes to mind, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. And in the scripture, in Nehemiah, the, the, the Israelites were instructed, put away your grief. Stop crying. Stop grieving. Stop mourning. Put it away. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then it said the people did this because they heard the word of the Lord and they understood it. So as we understand the word of the Lord, then this this produces a joy. So we admit the feeling of not having it, but then the balance is when I admit it, I replace the feeling with my identity and with my understanding of who God is and who I am. And that will change the feeling. Beware of self-pity because self-pity, it puts the focus on your feelings and on the feelings of, of, of your own sadness, your own depression. And, and so this brings you in a pit that you cannot get out of. However, when you feel yourself sliding into this pit of depression, sliding into this pit of self-pity, yeah, I want you to be realistic about how you feel. I want you to admit it. But then you put on joy. The scripture says you put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So you actually, it's like you're change, you change your clothes. You put on the joy. My grandma uh, has an acronym of joy. She says joy stands for Jesus, others, and you. You know, and whenever you are lacking joy in your life, if you would refocus on Jesus, others, and then you, you'll watch the joy return because you fo- you put your focus where it needs to be. You, you, you say, okay, Jesus, I am focusing on you. I am trusting you and I'm going to serve someone today. I'm going to do something to get out of my comfort zone. And you know what? Then you'll feel better about yourself. In fact, you will get joy. Your self-pity will be replaced with joy as you serve others. See, we want to be the best version of ourselves. We want to be all that God has called us to be in every situation, 
even now with COVID-19, even now with the shelter in place orders, be the best version of yourself. Here's what joyful people are. Number one, they're committed to doing the next right thing. What is the next right thing? Well, the next right thing, is it doing the dishes? Or is it sitting on the couch and procrastinating those until tomorrow morning? Now, the next right thing is get the dishes done. Then spend some time relaxing. But if you're going to watch a movie, then what kind of movie helps you be the best version of yourself? What are you feeding? See, joyful people are committed to doing the next right thing. And joyful people pay attention to what they are feeding themselves. And they feed themselves joy-producing things. And they resist everything that sucks the joy out of you, sucks the life out of you. They resist those. And yet we turn our eyes and our ears and our heart towards things that will feed the joy in our life. You know what else joyful people do? They're committed to being the difference that makes a difference. They say, how can I serve right now? How can I contribute? How can I be a difference? What can I do in this situation? What can I do today? What can I do right now? What can I do to make a difference? And this will catapult you out of your depression because all of a sudden your eyes are not on yourself. They're on others. Well, they're on Jesus and others and on you being the best version of yourself. So I hope that I've answered the question that you sent today and you know how to balance the reality of how you feel versus the joy that you want to have today. So thank you for joining me on this podcast. I will be back with you next week and be sure to send another question for me. I would love to answer that. God bless you today. Hugs and high fives.